friend Sally? Well, that's what she says about me. She says that I'm, um, fun deficient. I don't believe that. That's what she says. One on one? Who? Me and her? Yeah, come on! You wanna do this? Spoilers is live from Goshen, Indiana, and we're about to go Shaquille on your butt. <laughs> this is Catwoman Spoilers. Woo-hoo! Big Diesel. Uh, I figured you guys knew that's what I was going to do. I didn't, but I loved That's the direction it. I was going to go. Yeah. I love basketball. We're here in Indiana recording, mm-hmm. and Catwoman's got a surprisingly lot of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> It's making love it's through hoops. basically a basketball movie yeah <laughs> okay it's basically hoosiers opening question you guys are gonna have to dig deep yeah but what is another show or piece of media that maybe has basketball casually in it that you kind of like because i th- i think we all got something like that we'll i'll go you. i'll go first two on two i'll go first and then you go give these two guys time to think <laughs> Me and Brett have thought about this a lot, I'm sure, because we're from Indiana. We mm-hmm. love basketball, but I got to go with South Park. Pappy's not mm-hmm. apparently from basket from Indiana. Well, originally I'm from Indiana. Not Why are you whisper? You can't do the whisper thing. It's got to be yes <laughs> or no here. Still have COVID. <laughs> okay, so South Park. Every once in a while, they'll just have a cut scene of the guys shooting hoops. You in love the, that. I love it. Everyone like a dream of mine would be if there's a YouTube video that's cut every single instance of basketball playing on South Park into one like super cut. Um, that's you can my make this. It's a lot of episodes. That's though. a lot of research. Hmm. They're like over 300, I think. We could make Could this. we get AI? We can build it. <laughs> we can build it. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Broblowski, is it? Yeah. Can we talk to you for a minute? You, uh, you're the best player in your school, are you? Yep, I love basketball. I want to play for the Denver Nuggets someday. Yeah, uh, look, kid, you've got great skills and a great attitude. But you're just not physically built for the game. What do you mean? Well, it's just that Jews can't play basketball. All right, kids, we got to work on that shooting. Come on. I I also love it because they're so short and the, the way they really have to, like, toss the ball up. And I think there's also something funny with... Uh, the writers of that show and sports. They have this weird kind of love-hate relationship with it that's pretty funny. But anyway, I've been talking a lot. This is your host from Goshen. We're in my house right now, in my kitchen. We're going to go left around the table. Ooh. Brett with his Florida State Seminoles t-shirt on. Green Bay socks. Listen, they're playing tonight. Yeah. You don't have to say go Knowles at the end of this podcast. Yeah. Okay, we'll just... I won't. <laughs> but you can. You can say it now. I don't want to be shamed. Go Knowles. There you go. All right, so who are you? Where are you uh, from? My name is Brett. I'm originally from Elkhart, Indiana, which is very close to where we're at. Yep. And I uh, live in Fort Wayne. God, so many things. Uh, immediately, I think of how bad basketball is done on sitcoms. The court's about 40% the size it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll just go with the simple one. I'm probably going to take one from Corey, I guess, but... I mean, I always think of Three Ninjas, 
We'll play you two. Dude, <laughs> you stole that from him completely. <laughs> nah, no, I said that, it first. It was definitely a Brett thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could piggyback and do it basketball. Came up. Hell I could yeah. do basketball. I mean, we've actually played basketball. You, me, my my brother Brian, best friend Drew. Be psychotic. Sick. First to ten, masters. But yeah, so I don't know. Basketball is big here. Um, but I'll just go three ninjas because I think Corey could think of something. Good. Hi, this is Corey from Simi Valley, California. Although I am recording from Goshen. Hell yeah, he is. <laughs> Ooh, check it out. I'm here with the boys. I'm sitting next to Brett, right next to me. I'm, my arm is on his shoulder right now. He's giving me a look like, take it off. I'm no, sorry. Never. <laughs> Wait a second. When you, we FaceTime yesterday, I just got to mention this. Corey immediately upon seeing me on the screen just put his teeth and gums right in the camera <laughs> like some sort of ape <laughs> yeah what was that about why did you do that it's better than putting your camera in my ear canal like in this in movie Catwoman, yeah. <laughs> okay Catwoman gets facetimed by sharon stone and then immediately puts the camera to her ear even though it's a facetime <laughs> and this facetime didn't exist in 2004 by the way not in that fashion there was like a sophisticated voip you could do mm -hmm. and they use that in like newsrooms and Wait. stuff but mm. Let's talk about basketball movies that are vaguely connected. Josh, who is four feet in front of me, and Pappy, who is what, about the same. I'm Let's reaching see. out. We can't reach. <laughs> okay. Short arms. Uh, the Uncut Gems is a really great movie uh, that features one. basketball. Ugh. And it's not about basketball, but basketball is like a heavy backdrop within that movie. Perfect mm -hmm. answer, yeah. That's a great one. But also... Because you know we got to do two. Brett, Brett, you set the you set the stage long ago <laughs> on the Carrie episode of spoilers. Basketball Diaries is a movie about drug addiction Seen it. that features basketball. <coughs> this is when Leonardo DiCaprio was a young man. He was like Mark Wahlberg. He was like twenty two or something. So his was girlfriend it? was probably like eleven at the time. If you think about oh, it, okay. eleven. I'm just kidding. Negative eleven. <laughs> I, I need you to give me like five dollars, like like twenty dollars, something like that, because I'm in some trouble. <sighs> Ma? Mom, can you give me some money, please? Stop fucking around! I can't. Mom, give me some fucking money, please! What are you doing? I'm your son! I don't have any! Mom, don't fuck around like this! Give me some money! Mom! Come on! Let me in the fucking door! I'll do anything. I'll be a good boy. I'll be a good boy, Mom. If you let me in. Oh. Off me. Get out. You fucker. Um, actually, uh, my nights are kind of busy right now. Yeah. Homework and all, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a really good movie about heroin addiction. Mm. Had the girls from Sweet Valley High, Brittany Daniel and her sister. Mm, that's right. And they did meth together or whatever they did. Mm. You hate to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pappy, recording from Goshen, Indiana, originally from Auburn, Indiana, living in Kalamazoo. I think we're giving a lot of details on where we live. Um, it's from Auburn. Basketball adjacent? 
I don't know. I, the first thing that popped in my head was High School Musical, but I've never even seen it. Like, I just thought of like, I just Troy? know that there's like a basketball adjacent storyline. Like, Pappy needs to either talk louder or turn his how's this? line up. You Let can just turn, turn up, up maybe a little bit. Maybe that's better. You're just low. Just turn up. Hello. But I would say Fresh Prince was the, fr- the second thing that came to my mind. I almost said Fresh yeah. Prince. <laughs> yeah. Especially if like in the early seasons, there's a lot more of a basketball storyline in there, like with Will Smith playing. And doesn't Carlton become a, a peacock mascot at yeah. some point? But that might yeah. be later college. at college. Yeah. California peacocks are mm-hmm. there. Yeah. The early Fresh Prince basketballs are pretty solid. Yeah. He's like a ball hog, right? I think so. And yeah. they have to teach him how to screen and play mm-hmm. defense and he wears Oracle his jacket inside too. out his like fancy prep jacket inside yeah out. apparently that actor can actually play yeah. basketball he was on like the celebrity all-star team in the 90s with seven seconds remaining bel air is down by two points and calls a timeout all right men our only hope for winning this game is by shooting a three-pointer so here's the plan cardwell you inbound to hunt okay hunt what do you do shoot for the three-pointer very funny. That'll be 10 laps, Chowderhead. <laughs> now, what's the right answer? Pass it to Will. All right. Now, let's do it. One, two, three. We have a basketball hoop in my yard. I was thinking maybe after this pod, we could go out and shoot a few free throws. If, we shot, if you shot 10 free throws, how many do you think you could make? Four. I'd say about five. Three if everyone's watching. I think I would be three. By the way, Josh is the only one here who played varsity basketball. Can we have a contest with this? You're going to beat us, Josh. I could shoot pretty well. I don't even have to go. I just want to see everyone go. Yeah, we can do that. Get this podcast done soon enough. (laughs) Yeah. I could report back. If we can put on Instagram Live, you're very anti Instagram Live. You can be on Instagram. I used to be an athlete a long time ago. All right, well, I'm begrudgingly going to get into the Catwoman movie here. That's okay. <laughs> One of us took notes. Did we talk about I why we're notes. doing a podcast on Catwoman? Oh, yeah. You're, you're here? <laughs> Is that the reason oh, why? <laughs> we had this idea to like watch a movie together and mm-hmm. podcast on it together all in person. So we decided to watch maybe a lesser quality film, and we made a short list of some pretty like notoriously bad movies. And Catwoman was a good one. Cop and a half. Great. Cop and a half was on there. But <laughs> Morbius was on there. Yeah, so there was two really good movies on there, but we had to axe them <laughs> off. We landed on Catwoman <laughs> for some reason, and I'm really glad we did. Because in my mind, and I'll let you take over here in a sec, Josh, but in my mind, this is the worst superhero movie ever made. Like, it's up there. There's none I can't think of that are worse than Catwoman. Morbius is better is than that. Is Steel it. bad? Have you seen Steel? Steel is bad. Steel is pretty bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like low budget, right? This probably had a good budget. I don't know. It's I mean, it's hard to say anything's worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is holding up the ancient lamentation cat for that all of us. Like, that looks like Taylor Swift, doesn't it? <laughs> cats. That Any brings cats. us to the beginning of the movie, because yes, we also watched the movie Bullet Train together and mm-hmm. potted on that, and we released it like right away the weekend of us recording this, but I think we're going to hang on to this episode yeah, for a smart. few minutes before mm-hmm. we post this one. So um, it's all happening that same Kylo weekend. We're calling it the Kylo day, Kylo, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Okay. Catwoman. Catwoman. At proper here. Uh, it starts off with all of these old alt history 
kind the of first time we thought it was pretty cool the first time encyclopedia pictures i think we appreciated some of like the imagery yeah. that's bizarre but it gets really weird for the first five minutes i appreciated then it just kept going and going can and i like going. interject real quick because Corey thought we had all seen this but he's the only one that watched it and it's funny watching bad movies because Corey was like loving it and if you looked at Pappy he could like <laughs> see steam coming off of his body getting so frustrated like he does not enjoy this medium like Corey did and Josh is just cracking up the entire movie I was talking and I'm kind of like I'm a chatty person so it's just we all watched it kind of differently yeah Pappy's over there like gosh so yeah bad. my arms are crossed I was like sitting back in my chair just be like what waving my arm you had to like, like approach Pappy after me like how you doing buddy you okay, you, okay? you want yeah. a soda you want a break yeah, yeah. a pop alright I'm done sorry oh <laughs> shit yeah Kylo after multiple viewings of Catwoman that you've had for some reason mm -hmm. what are you supposed to glean about the history of women and cats that ancient history. male academia male academia here <laughs> <laughs> you know there's been a lot of cat women throughout history josh we just couldn't see it until we saw this movie it's been there all the time the the powers of the cats are mystical and beyond the comprehension of men like us so you know i can only explain it so far but i think the idea is that cats ancient egyptian cats they find special women in need and they grant them cat powers and they kind of give them a, a semi-dual personality you know obviously the movie venom borrowed a lot from this movie is the yeah. cat midnight meant to be the same cat from ancient times is that like that's an eternal so. cat that's what they made it seem like unless it's reincarnated the eternal cat yes how did it get over here from Egypt on a ship. Cats can swim. They still like there rain. are no cats in America. That's what how do any oh, animals God. migrate? Like <laughs> America, where we don't have to worry about cats anymore. There are no cats in America. But back home in Mother Russia, oh, our family was traveling through the snow to Minsk. Suddenly, Papa saw those huge paw prints. When I heard him screaming, I fainted dead away. And I woke up an orphan. Oh, yeah. but, but, but there are no cats in America, and the streets are paved with cheese. Oh, there are no cats in America. No I mean, cats in America. Okay. That's a thing. I gotcha. Fievel goes west. That's the original Fievel, actually. Oh. Is it just called Fievel? No, it's no, American, Tale. American, American Tale. Tale. It's one of my first uh, movie. We waste a sequel weapon. Good. So, th this ancient cat. <laughs> well, well, just a quick side note. This th When they reveal that this is an ancient cat about halfway through the movie, its owner immediately like takes it off her lap and like tosses it to the side. <laughs> they should add a pot smash effect. <laughs> the, the first 40 times they show this cat, Josh audibly laughed out loud. Okay. What is it about the filmography and the cats guys? Because it doesn't come off well. They're using real nothing, cats. They're using fake cats. Nothing came cats. off well. Mm. You, the way this movie looks is really all over the place. Like it looks like uh, a very much a product of its time to start with, right? This movie came out in 2004 and it mixes a lot of like the CGI and green screen with real stuff and it tries to blend them together. Bad. But it's, it's also just like the cinematography of this movie. There's, there's a lot of like quick movements. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of extreme close-ups 
and then occasional Dutch angles to give mm-hmm. you this the sense of confusion. You Brett shouted out one time when a like a wide panning shot changed from CGI to like a real physical building. He was. Do you remember that? I thought somebody else did. But I, that you you can see I the switch. Yeah, yeah or you saw the switch like jumps between. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a slight adjustment. You know, like everything kind of pops. Every, almost every time Catwoman is moving, it's in CGI. It's like really obvious. And there's like extreme color saturation at times to the point where Halle Berry looks like she has jaundice because yeah. so <laughs> yellow. Yeah. And. Sometimes it has like the matrix green filter. And there's some blue too. Like at night, it was really blue. I there there like. was a shot, reverse shot, where one was straight yellow and one was like teal. Yeah. So we're having a conversation with like each other. Yeah. yeah. And this is not like lighting. This is not like good time. This no. is like post production effects changes. It's not know? a choice. <laughs> That's all color making. correction. When, when color incorrect. When the it main guy, yeah. you know? when the main guy is looking at himself in the mirror with the scratch on his face, they show it. Then they go to the other side. Which would would have been fine. Then they go back to the scratch side. Then they go back to the other side again. It's like, mm-hmm. why did he need those last two transitions? Like, I don't. It's almost like he feels like, well, I need to be doing something. I need to be editing something. Which but character was that? Merovingian. The Merovingian guy. He's like looking okay. at himself, and it's yeah. going from both sides of his face. It's just really. There's a lot of editing in this movie. Like we always talk about, like best editing for the Oscars. Bohemian. I think this is a movie where like you can see the editing drawing attention to itself, and it's laughable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That was like your taste. first comment, Josh, when we were watching the movie. <laughs> like this editing, because there was like a round table room, and this guy's like in the middle of sentence one, and they've already cut to like three. Yeah. Years. Different oh, angles. Adam, yeah. yeah, right. It's like Liam Neeson hopping a fence. Right? <laughs> 15 cuts, yeah. <laughs> So Kylo mentioned earlier that these ancient cats choose someone to bestow their powers on. Who does this cat Midnight choose and how does that all go down, Brett? Oh, well, she chooses Patience Phillips. Not Selena Kyle. Not Selena Kyle, no. Not not featured in this movie. No. Um, Apparently she's desperate. I mean, she's got a good job. She has a mean boss. I mean, I don't know what, how down on your luck you are there. I mean, Mm mm-hmm. Don't know why they she picked patience, but the cat hates Huba Stank just as much as <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's just where it comes from. The rest of us, <laughs> yeah, they, the good boy. It, it starts off with uh, Patience Phillips' narration, Halle Berry. It all started on the day that I died. If there had been an obituary, it would have described the unremarkable life of an unremarkable woman, survived by no one. But there was no obituary, because the day that I died was also the day I started to live. But that comes later. Oh, right. And she's like Mm. in like a body of water, like drowning Mm. or dead, like a floating corpse, you know? And she's like, this is the day I died. But the day I died is also the day I started to live. That's probably the best line in the movie. Like this. (laughs) That's beautiful. Josh was laughing at the bad dialogue and it's, it's so bad. So much bad dialogue in this movie. Mm hmm. And interestingly, she does die and get brought back to life with a missed breath from midnight. Dude, the CGI cat. Yeah. But 
Someone shouted out like, oh, this is like the nine lives thing, but they never no, come, they that never go comes for that. Up. No, mm-hmm. no, they do any every, other cliche. Of every a cat, other yeah. aspect of a cat. <laughs> Cats like fish. Dude, Cats I don't mean, like she's freaking eating cans of tuna and she pulls all the fish off the and It's so gross. Does Catwoman always have a mystical element to her origin story? No, because I feel like in the new Batman, it's like she's barely a cat. You know what I mean? I feel like it's more like the cat yeah, burglar. Yes, she's a cat burglar. Like, yeah, yeah. Same with kind of the thing. same with the yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, they true. Don't, yeah. They're people. They're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, you know, she covers her face and she like can kick ass. You know, mm-hmm. but she she's like not steals, bad. She's not right. good. She's she just, steals yeah. shit. The equivalent like would be if like Bruce Wayne got bit by a radioactive bat or something. You know what I mean? That's basically what they're. It would be like <laughs> changing Batman's story to that. Yeah, right? yeah, right. It's there doesn't need to be this element of mysticism to her. It's so stupid. Like. Uh, but it's also Pappy, so cool. It's so cool. Because this movie <laughs> no, really not. wants to be fucking cool, doesn't yeah. it, Josh? Like, the soundtrack is a very clear indication <laughs> of that. <sighs> of, like, trying to make this seem cool and sexy. Like, this techno rock, like, fast-paced 2000s drivel. Benjamin Bratt, sir. He plays Tom Lone, and he's just the essence of cool. <laughs> he looks a little bit like Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, uh, the man sandwich guy? You're talking yeah. About? yeah, he's the police officer. Uh, the inciting incident with him and Halle Berry is that he's the officer on the scene when she's trying to rescue Midnight off the ledge. That was driving Brett crazy. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you risk your life for a cat? And no one knows. But I was wondering the same thing. Also, the cat was climbing around like it was fine, but... <laughs> Yeah, he's getting around just fine up there. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about him. Pappy. Yeah. We like to go character by character sometimes. Sometimes. T- talk to us about Tom Lone. Lone? Lone? Lone. Tom so Lone. Low. I just bring him up because, like, the movie is he's cool. The women love him. The men want to be <laughs> yeah, him or whatever that's. Some saying. of the men want to be with him. <laughs> yeah. Movie, yeah. Very obviously. It's he, Yeah, he's so handsome that everyone who comes into contact with him, that's like the first thing they notice about him. Like, oh, what a hunk of man this guy is. Which, yeah, he looks like Cristiano Ronaldo. He's, yeah. And he wants that. to be known for his brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And his community service with the kids yeah. in basketball. <laughs> Detective work is kind of like dating. It's uh, it's all about the pursuit. But when you catch them, you like your sushi, huh? I'm Benjamin Bratt. I'll say this as a quick side note: is a fine actor. Yeah, he's not the problem. With he's me. really great in Blood In, Blood Out, especially where he has to like play like two versions of a guy when he's younger, he's like involved in a gang and then he kind of joins the military, gets reformed and actually becomes a cop. This guy plays a cop like in 10 different things. I'm not mm. even kidding. Yeah, Demolition Man, miscongeniality. <laughs> he's often a cop. He looks he, like a cop. And he's a great actor. Yeah, he's not the problem with this movie. Has he ever been portrayed like this Jesus-like though? No. With the kids, <laughs> with the, how everyone is just fawning everywhere he goes. Like, it's insane how... Ooh, he plays basketball in Doctor Strange, so I forgot he's a basketball player in that, too. Oh, so he can ball. Benjamin Bratt, yeah. super cut. <laughs> basketball. shot a hoop in. <laughs> His jump shot's gone, though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Which we never see him shoot a fucking jump shot, either. We're just like... like I don't know. Their he's loves- Benjamin, or he's, he's Detective Lone, and he says he doesn't have a partner. 
There's something going on Lone. with the names in this movie that's yeah. really fucking weird as well. Mm-hmm. He's Mr. Lone. Did, no part. Did Han Solo steal that from <laughs> Lone? <laughs> yeah. Han Detective Lone. Lone. Han Lone. <laughs> Patience Phillips. I mean, she's what? Very she's patient. She's not really though. Like, I don't know. And then what's the name? Ophelia Powers gives her the power. Ophelia Powers is the the person that knows the lore, right? She's mm-hmm. the the old wise person like the in Jeepers Creepers or like a lot of 2000s horror movies. You got to go see the expert. I can tell you the thing I hated the most was the name of the beauty line. I hated that name. What was it? Beauty line? It's Be- Beauty line. They say it differently three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to get into next. Oh, no, it's right? Beulin because, you know, maybe it's maybe, Maybelline. Maybe it's, maybe it's Beulin. Beulin. I don't know. I think the main plot to me is kind of like with the detective and this love story, Brett, but the other side is this makeup industry Titan gone awry. They're kind of like the evil villains. Tell us about this husband and wife duo that sit atop of bowline. Bowline. That's your southernness coming through (laughs) bow. It's definitely not bow because it should be pronounced bow if it's, but yeah, it's like Beulene. Beulene. The cosmetics company is called Hattere Beauty. No, okay, that's her and name. The new skin cream huh. is called the Beauty. Hadare or whatever the name was. Okay, so he's your typical egomaniacal CEO owner. He's a dick. Um, he hates his wife. He cheats on her. He demeans her. I mean, and she portrays herself as like the beaten down wife, but you find out that she's the. She looked older than 40, I feel like. You find out that she's the one that's kind of in charge or like willing to kill mm-hmm. for more money. And she find out she's just a marble machine at the end. Their relationship marble. is pretty, uh, in, they're in step with each other. This oh, yeah, they're, wife, right? I've never seen more in love than them. <laughs> How on the nose is this, guys? They're, really, they're like, we hate each other. I don't know. Every single element of this movie is like a cliche oh, yeah. on the nose. The villains are so ridiculously over the top. They're such mustache twirlers. Like, <laughs> yeah. They would be hanging out with Snyder for sure after work. They'd, they'd be like a bowling league of these people getting together, talking about their fucking supervillain plans. But Snyder is actually more funny than these guys. Oh, these yeah. guys are just like cringe, you know? Mm-hmm. So there is a scene in this movie where she orders a white Russian hold the vodka, vodka hold the, the Kahlua. Kahlua. So she's just freaking drinking milk. It's so cream. stupid. Hold the cream too. I think I don't no, know whatever it is. It is he, cream, yeah. he sets it on the table and he said and he says pure cream and then she chugs it because she's a cat. Yeah, because cats are just they love milk. And I believe I said when we were watching they should have tied in a Clockwork Orange sort of reference Mm -hmm. but the milk bar that's way too smart what i don't get about this movie is like when she steals the jewelry or like she has no reason to do that you know what i mean like why why does she get into this moral ambiguity she's a good person but the cats bad yeah make her bad like she breaks out of her shell, Pappy. But know? so she was really a bad person. She was just too <laughs> uh, scared She's to too do uh, things scared to like do this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she does use the jewelry that she steals to mm-hmm. like make her claws. She has like these diamond claws on her fingers. Mm-hmm. So she like uses that as like a weapon. And, it, you know, it's how she like scratches people and shit in the movie. But like 
the only setup for her actually taking the jewels was that she like looked at it in a window and liked and it. And liked it, yeah. And but she also, becomes a thief. When <laughs> she goes to the actual place as Catwoman, when she has her Catwoman powers, there's real burglars there that are stealing it. So we get to see her showcase her skills mm-hmm. at that time as well. This is a, what is it? Uh, something Sue. Mary Sue? This is a Mary Sue moment. A boy she, named Sue. Yeah. She looks down at him from the rafters and she's like, amateurs and it's like this is literally her first time right doing like anything illegal mm-hmm. as far as we know like patients would never do anything like mm-hmm. this and I, that line really caught me off guard i guess that's what i was trying to get at. is like it should be like a slippery slope right like she should like have some kind of like money problems like the classic like would you still from a pharmacy for your kids type thing like she has some reason to start being bad and by the end she's kind of like morally ambiguous stealing jewels type thing. Like, I, I don't understand why patience becomes gray. Did you miss the part where her neighbors were blasting Hoobastank? Because I, I think that explains a lot. That yeah. might explain a lot. <laughs> These are some serious metal heads that live next door. <laughs> they play Hoobastank. They play crawling in the dark every night <laughs> every night every day of the week it doesn't matter how late it is they're dressed like they're 2000s they have a life fans. <laughs> get a life surprise that they say mean things yeah. like they're not life. playing crawling in the dark while she's crawling around it should it would be that obvious. oh my god i don't think they wanted to pay for that song for sure like I, like that's Jalan, <laughs> <Huba's Stank song. laughs> they had to get the they had to get like track seven on that yeah it's not one of their main singles <laughs> I feel like Holly Berry should have taken the time to listen to their lyrics. They're like more thoughtful than your average like Nickelback band. But the, the singer looks like the singer of Nickelback. I mean, not the singer of Hoobastank, not, but the guy at the party is what it's, I meant to yeah. say. It's credited as Rocker is his name. Rocker. <laughs> and he's in, he like I said, he's in your Peacemaker show. Some captain, something, somebody. Hmm. Captain Casper something. I feel like a lot of Holly Berry's problems in her life go away in the first half of this movie. Like she takes care of the Hoobastank punks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she has quit her job. She gets fired. What the hell is wrong with you, Phillips? You never delivered the design. You do not in fact even know where they are and you do not know where they are because, and I quote you, you cannot remember. Your incompetence is staggering. Huh? Are you even listening to me? Uh-uh. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry's not nearly enough. Okay. Then let me try the remix. I'm sorry for every second I wasted working for an untalented, unethical, egomaniac like you. Clean out your cubicle. You are fired. Wait! Sir, there! I didn't mean it. Did I? My hero.
Yeah, but she also tells off the boss. But she doesn't though. She's like keeps going back on it, yeah. and everyone's right there. That's and like, not no consistent one- though, because later on she's bad at night and like good early and bad at night. This is like that would make sense. Bounces yeah. back and forth. Why does talking the to her boss Smeagol Gollum work so well in Twin Towers? But this <laughs> is like a nothing direction like so acting fair. dialogue just making Don't it worry. clear that's what's supposed to be lighting happening. yeah because that's Sound what's design. happening right she's kind of snapping <laughs> back and forth between these personalities Corey is that what's happening yeah, like they, in they, lifetime they, they, they oh, can't really decide so on that you know like it seems like when they were making this movie they kind of wanted to go half in on that they mm-hmm. wanted to maintain some of the original character and also have her be like this new leather bound badass but mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have a hard time like making those two things coexist with each other. But I just want to like say this out loud because I think it's so fucking stupid. It's like the way she tells off her boss and gets a round of applause is she she's like, you're a capitalist, greedy, blah, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, but then she's like, as the boss is walking away, she begs for her job back. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, and she screams it and everyone like claps for her. Like, and comes back out and like, you're all fired. I heard that. If you saw that, you would think this person is like, unstable unhinged like you know what i mean like all over the place if they were like yelling and then begging like within seconds you wouldn't be like way to go you know it makes no sense yeah nothing makes sense in this movie no real real quiet in here Halle Berry goes through a transformation here and it's not just about turning on and like turning her circumstances upside down. It's also about her looks, ain't it? Mm. Yeah. So there's a very famous moment in this movie where she is like fully transformed into Catwoman and this was featured in the trailers and this is like what people got fans, I guess DC fans in an uproar before this movie was released. And this is the image of her in the famous like scanty scantily clad leather bound outfit right she has like the pants that are like kind of exposing her skin and then she Mm. has like the midriff shirt and then Mm. the stupid fucking headpiece (laughs) which looks bad looks awful but a lot of that is like cg and she's like strutting her stuff to no one and it's probably just like the cringiest of the cringe when it comes to superhero moments especially like in that moment in a superhero movie where the hero is revealed as themselves and i think when they made this movie I think they were trying to draw inspiration from one of the biggest superhero movies at the time, which was the Spider-Man movie, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And I think there are some parallels, right? When like they get the power and then they start using the power and like they don't, things are happening and they don't fully expect them. And then they have like the big reveal hero shot, except it's just like taking everything and doing it absolutely the wrong way in this movie. Mm -hmm. Everything is wrong. The costume, like, is, don't get me wrong, the peak Halle Berry, a woman mm-hmm. so beautiful who many a, a rapper, singer has. Like, Even when she's yellow, her. jaundiced, yeah. she's still yeah. hot, you know. But that costume serves no purpose outside of, like, sex appeal for the audience. Like, there's no, like, rationale. I don't even know. Is that the leather outfit that her annoying-ass friend gave her? Is that, did no. she fashion this herself? No, because she, she wore that outfit one time. Okay. Right? Uh. And it was just, like, 
a leather jacket and like leather pants. Did she cut that up to make this? Like, how does she get this off screen? I guess. So stupid. <laughs> I mean, she cuts her own hair yeah. in like the stupidest sequence ever when she's like looking in the mirror and you just see like the top of her hair kind of hanging down. Mm. A pair of scissors in each hands and just like chop, 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 chop. Kind of like ruffles her hair and then boom, she's like perfection, like hundred dollar hairstylist haircut right there. Huge problem with this movie. We're, they're more concerned with like how her hair transforms versus how the superhero gets yeah. a costume and an origin story. Like every single superhero origin story, you at least find out something about it. But the they do costume. have a 60 second shot that pans up her legs over her butt, but, yeah. around to the side to her belly. It's probably all CGI. Goes up, like, sorry, but her boobs are like way out, oh, very yeah. prominent, mm. and it just yeah. Hallelujah. slowly, <laughs> slow motion, bouncing around, then get then gets up to her face, finally, at about mm. the 55 second mark yeah. of that shot. Those kitty milkers are in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they could see us right now but josh i wish can you like explain why you love the cat looks when she transforms and how long it went on could someone make a like a meme of that where all the different directions she's looking when she gets her cat eyes between her and tom lone there's so many like looking intensifies yeah (laughs) like they're they're always looking and i think a movie it's a weakness in a movie to like show someone look at something like how often is that something that really like compels you mm-hmm. um i don't know maybe one time but they did it so many times i was able to like start laughing about this speak about it point it out and they were still doing it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you guys yeah. would see like the next cut of the look <laughs> and it's yeah. pretty ridiculous josh's commentary looking intensified <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to show the transformation for the cat and she just kept seeing new things and it was and the birds came and Every, she got in spider. She got mm-hmm. spider vision. She also cocks her head constantly. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things I was talking about. Constantly turning her head sideways, which isn't like a cat thing. Dogs like a dog do that. thing. Confused yeah. dogs. Yeah. Did she watch the dailies? Was it anyone helping her out with this? It's that's tough. Guys, mm. look at the name of the director and then ask that question again. It's a one. What was it? Sven? It's <laughs> worse than that. No, his, his name Mikhail? is Pitoff. It's P-I-T-O-F. Mm. There you go. He worked on a few things that I don't know what they are. So it's He's safe French, to say. French, I think. And he did some is, French stuff, which is probably where he got hooked up with the, the Merovingian guy. She does look like a cat walking from the back. Like, I feel like she swings her butt extra as if there were a tail back there. <laughs> Yeah. You guys not are you guys picking that up? For sure. But like the the fact that she has to do everything a cat does, like literally fucking everything mm-hmm. is insane. Well, everyone knows that one thing you know about cats is they do not like the rain. And they love to hoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cat Pick ball, bro. She literally freaks out and runs because it rains. She goes, I don't like the rain. She runs. She rubs the catnip all over her face. Oh, that was the well. worst. Oh. Then she just kept. What was she gonna go back to get more catnip, or was she gonna go talk to that lady? What was she struggling with? I'm fine. I am fine. Addiction to catnip. Was that really what I, it was? I, that's kind of what I pulled out of it. I have no idea. Slash, like that woman. What, or just like, yes, I am a cat. No, I'm not a cat. Mm. I am a cat. Mm. I don't know. 
just glad she didn't walk on like a catwalk or something. That would have been like, but she basically was True. every time right. she was like, right. <laughs> oh my God. That's the catwalk. You're, yeah. Yeah. That's probably why they call it a genius. Oh God. <laughs> She's too sexy for her hat or something. <laughs> um, so the details honestly get a little bit fuzzy. Like there's a lot of action. We haven't talked specifically about some of the Tom Lone super corn scenes. <laughs> there's the scene with the, with the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. And Catwoman has to save the day secretly. Um, but then the classic and a pr- like a big part of the reason I'm inspired by this movie is <laughs> the basketball scene. <laughs> she starts off the one on one session by parkouring off the brick wall. <laughs> While the kids are like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap! What are some parts of this? What are you guys' favorite parts about the basketball scene? Oh, boy. Uh, the basketball scene is like one of those notoriously bad superhero movie moments. There's mm-hmm. a similar scene with Daredevil and Elektra in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie where they have like a dance fight with each other. It's bad on the playground. Yes. This is uh, similarly on a playground of sorts, right? They're in a basketball court there's a bunch of little kids around that are observing because in his free time benjamin bratt as a cop like i guess gives advice to youth at the ymca and how she knows where he is at that moment <laughs> to come find him did she did call she said she called oh she called okay whatever thanks movie <laughs> it's just like dry humping on a court isn't it josh yeah <laughs> she mounts him at the end plus the kids want to play and they end up not letting the kids play she jumps over him and dunks and flips down into like Amount. It's totally like an awesome sex move for an Indiana dude. If that's a true (laughs) lady, I tried it once. I hurt myself, but I'll I'll get back there again. Can you ever ball back? You don't seem so fun fishing to me. Pappy, this is your first time seeing this movie. Unfortunately, yeah. Take us through what action happens at the end like how does the whole company fall apart what do you remember from like the actual events leading up to like the climax of this movie i remember cirque du soleil happened at one point uh do you want me to like sort of talk through the like power or the the politics of the company is that what you're trying to get at like or i don't know if we need all the politics i don't (laughs) like action that leads up to this i dude i can't even think of like what are the best action scenes of this movie. I know why too. It's because the action scenes are so chaotic Mm -hmm. and like the, not even action scenes, but just like her riding a motorcycle is so chaotic. There's so much like flashing. The camera moves in an unrealistic fashion because a lot of it's like digital. So Mm -hmm. like, it wraps around people so quickly in a way that someone that's holding a camera couldn't possibly do even on a crane or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just pure fucking chaos. There's so many quick cuts. Like nothing in this like looks good. You can't watch this movie as an action movie and say, damn, that scene kicked ass. Mm-hmm. Even though she does like a big girl power pose at the end, it's fucking meaningless. Mm-hmm. Because like unlike Bullet Train, 
the action is incomprehensible. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, the only time the action did anything for me is at the end when it got so ridiculous. Like, what did you call it when that, that she fell off the building? You overtime. It, but what you said was a... Guess what? It's overtime. <laughs> it's overtime! It's like, there's nothing to glean from unless you're, like, laughing Ugly at shot. it. <laughs> I don't remember any of, like, the action. One thing... Really. It's overtime, <laughs> I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're asking. He, he said something about the. Was there anything like I don't remember? Like, was there any action scene that stood out? Like, I guess the Ferris wheel, the basketball. There's no like. I thought it was funny. You've action. got you've been to like a Cirque du Soleil when the cops bust in and someone gets on stage and they keep going. Right. And they just keep yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like nothing happens. The show mm -hmm. must go on, my friend. Mm -hmm. That's very Abraham Lincoln assassination style, right? Like jumping down off the parapet and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess there's an action scene. What's the what's the dude's name? Uh, Parapet Detective Lone. Detective Lone, like she kind of fights him there a little yeah. bit, and she fights the other guy too, the security guard. If you want to call it a fight, she kisses and licks him. Like on that's the how side she of traces him. Yeah, they're really trying to draw from Batman Returns with like Batman fighting Catwoman, mm -hmm. and then like they end up on top of each other, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of good sexual tension, and then Catwoman like licks his face. Mm. Like comparing that. I think that went too far. In Batman Returns? No, in this. Yeah. This movie. Yeah, exactly. That with Alex Borstein's character, Sally, just constantly being like a lust monster. Yeah. It's like, dude, Not women. Pre me too. Think of other things. Like, right. <laughs> what the hell? Every time they like. She's like the best friend in a romantic comedy. Yeah. You know, like the unattractive best friend. The sassy friend. one. Yeah. Who? Mm hmm. Or lives vicariously, but they didn't make her that way. They made her like a. She's the powerful. I don't know, but yeah, and I guess she motivates the less socially. I don't know. I, I see what you're saying. I think I, if a guy licks a woman, reversal, it's kind of like a no going back from this moment in a movie. Bad guy. It's a bad guy move. Yeah, it's like, totally. Yeah. That's not good, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's like in T two when mm -hmm. Sarah Connor's locked up. You remember? Oh yeah. And she's like she's like strapped to the bed, and like the orderly guy that straps her, like he leans in and he like licks her face. That also implies she, like, that he's that been guy. doing that stuff for a long time. Yeah, and so there's a little worse than that. There's more deleted scenes with like that imply mm -hmm. that as well. Can you? Allie Barry, you can lick my face if you want. I, it's okay. Wait, can you imagine like a gender reveal and trying to like sell a protagonist man? Like, and there's a lady cop chasing him and he licks her fucking face. <laughs> and that's supposed to be like, like cool. Oh, like, God. It's assault, brother. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. But I think we can get to final thoughts in just yeah. a second. The, the last thing that kind of happens in the movie is that. Catwoman, with her powers, has to fight Sharon Stone, who has her makeup powers. Yeah, oh yeah, well. So basically, Sharon Stone's character. Women stuff. Marvel bro. man. She's trying to get the whole universe addicted to this makeup. Because once you're using it, it works really well. And it turns you into like a marble person that can beat other people up. And it's addictive, <laughs> but it also causes headaches and fainting. And if you don't take it, you she's, turn into like an orc. Yeah, she's, yeah. Trying to, she's trying to start... An MCU, a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's an MBU. Wait. A great delivery. No, it is an MCU. MCU. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, Brett. Thanks. So she beats up the Marvel woman. Sharon Stone's face is kind of starting to turn to the orc-like zombie face a little bit. So there's maybe a decent part in the movie where it's like she could have kept fighting but saw she was ugly, yeah. so let go. But then, uh, but then she still says, help me, doesn't she? Kind of like what you were saying, like yeah. they, 
She does they fall. They can't decide what, but she like, like yeah. Josh is right. She well, hates herself. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, help me. It's kind of yeah. like she tells her boss off and then she's like, no, let get right. my job back. There's two ways decide. to do that scene. She's either too vain to save herself now that it's she's like ugly. Seven. So she kills herself or. Just as good as seven. Or she slips and it's like Halle Berry didn't actually kill her, kill her. You know what I mean? But she dies and now there's like, I don't know, like. Not a killer. Catwoman's, I guess, on the hook for these deaths still. I guess we'll have to wait till Catwoman 2. <laughs> Sharon Stone's character falls. We all started laughing as she was Dude, falling down. That's how it was. She flipped oh, in the air. She started swirling around. Then all of a sudden, yeah. like, like that was entertaining though. Some, that, that's was. someone who's not trying to make a good movie anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to salvage like entertainment value. That's a, there's like three different types of mixed media in that one fall <laughs> yeah. and like four cuts of the camera. <laughs> Should she have like crumpled when she hit the ground if she was marble or that would have been the cool. outside if she yeah. shattered also it's mm-hmm. a pretty funny reveal of how she's marble she goads her husband into slapping her <laughs> and he just hits her and his like arm breaks because her face is solid mm. me and brad are just fucking spitting merovingian quotes yeah. at each other the whole movie <laughs> if you want yeah matrix two and three that's, yeah. we're the only people in the world who quote we're that like, lipstick i'm not wearing any lipstick causality causality yeah <laughs> any final thoughts speaking of causality and all <sighs> Yeah, talking about causality. So this movie came from Batman Returns, the 1992 movie. We got this movie 12 years after it. So after Batman Returns, at the very end, it's revealed that Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, is still alive. And then there was plans for a Catwoman movie starring Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. And that would have been fucking epic. Assuming, you know, they kept the same tone as Batman Returns and preferably the same director. That movie didn't end up getting made, but there was still a script and there were still plans. And the script got revised and revised and passed around and no one wanted to do it. And eventually, like all great movies, you know, it got deformed to the point where it became this. So it did get, end up getting picked up, but this movie is is in no way connected to Batman Returns. The character's name isn't even Selina Kyle. You know, it was just, we need to get this done. Superhero movies are coming out. And this was really a bad time for superhero <clears throat> movies. The 2000s, a lot of dog shit came out around this time. Mm-hmm. Is it possible, you think, to do a good Catwoman movie? Because this fucking killed Catwoman for nearly 15 years, right? Yeah. I mean, like, there's been... I mean, is she just, like, one of those Hulk characters where it's really hard to make one movie around him? Mm-hmm. Well, Hulk has rights issues, so that's why they can't make one movie around him. Um, but I think 
I, any character could work with the right script, you know? Yeah, I think it'd be, there's so much potential there with this character. I Absolutely. Like. I was flabbergasted though at the end, seeing Sharon Stone opposite Halle Berry as the marble makeup woman versus Catwoman. In Terrible this, villain. Like, like, yeah. It, what you see on screen is just awful in every way. Their performances aren't great here. The camera work, the lighting. I would like, normally read this. How could they not see this while it was getting made? Do you guys feel like any new actor that's going to jump onto DC or Marvel, are they thinking about what if I end up in a situation like this and I'm like locked in contractually? Like that has to be a nightmare. Potentially. I mean, well, Halle Berry won an Morbius. Oscar before this. So. I'm sure Jared Leto's probably like, he obviously wants to make a comic book movie, but they yeah. keep getting screwed by studio, right? It's hard to say if it's like the studio. Suicide Squad, maybe not Yeah, yeah. The Suicide Squad, which he was more prevalent as the Joker. Brett handed me his phone. He wanted me to read this thing. I think it's from the Catwoman Wikipedia, right, Brett? Yeah. One of the things on here is that this is regarding the reception of the film. The film was panned by critics, and many considered it to be one of the worst films of all time, with criticism directed at the performances, direction, CGI, editing, costume design, pacing, plot, dialogue, and unfaithfulness to the source material, which includes a lack of connection to Batman. I would also include lighting in there, but I think that's every element. That was spoilers. I don't think you need Batman in a Catwoman movie, though. I think you can make a standalone Catwoman origin story without think, Batman. It right. Anti-hero, because like, she's like an anti-hero. She's not right. a villain, but those are always Just like good. in this movie, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's like she needs to move to the middle for a fucking reason. You know what I mean? Like, that's like what a character should do. Like, you can't just go from like goody two shoes to a cat hawked in my face. And now I'm like more like, you know what I mean? Like, no, you're 100% right. Why does she change? Why does she grow? Like, why does she leave at the end? Right. Yeah. Like, oh, so bad. What's she, is she going to stay in town and fight crime? What's she going to do? Is she going to go to Egypt? Mm-hmm. It could be a comedy. Honestly, the, the cats are hilarious on screen. Mm-hmm. This movie could be a comedy. It I is think a comedy. Ca- I think Corey. I think Catwoman as a comedy is something that could work. Add a laugh track every time there's a cat. Isn't this it? Isn't this yeah. that? This is an unintentional unintentional uh, comedy. comedy. Which are Corey's this favorite? This is not comedies. a smart, well-written movie. <laughs> if you were going to do a smart, well-written movie, it might work best as a comedy. That's all I'm saying. But let's get into a quick yep. yes or no's. Brett has to leave really soon. Go for it. No, this movie. I'm interested to see if Pappy thinks it's so bad it's good, but I'm guessing I know the answer. No one has said that yet. No one said that term all day. This movie, (laughs) this movie is uh, is god awful. It's bad for everything we mentioned. We could probably talk about this for a lot longer, but it's so bad. Terrible villain. Pappy said like there's like nothing. There's no journey from the hero. It's just. That's terrible. If you want to eat, see Halle Berry eat a bunch of tuna cans, this is for you. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest no's of all time. Yeah. But I'm glad we did. It was fun. Is he going last? Because he's... No, like, let's hit up Corey. All right. Yeah, this is Corey Kylo Ren memes. I'm glad we watched this movie together and you guys got to experience <laughs> the joy that is Catwoman. <laughs> I saw this movie when it came out because, uh, you know, I was very hyped for superhero movies when that started to blow <laughs> up after X-Men in 2000. You know, I really like Spider-Man. Uh, I like some of the Tim Burton Batman movies from before this. And I mean, I like both of them. This movie, however, is a pile of shit. But it's always <laughs> attracted me because it's like such like a funny watch. And it, it's so many bad choices. And the fact that like this made the cut, this is what we got. Like people said yes to things in this movie. Like 
you know, some producer watched this and said yes. Right? They had mm -hmm. to have, right? Yeah. People checked the boxes off this fucking movie, which is insane. And like, I really want to know like what actually was going on behind the scenes. Did they say this is dog shit, but just release it? Or did they say, yeah, I guess this works. Or, you know, you did the changes we wanted or you didn't do the changes we wanted. Because obviously this movie is a fucking abomination. Mm -hmm. It is the worst superhero movie. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, Superman 4 is pretty bad, but... Hulk 2003? This is worse than that. Ang Lee's Hulk? Yeah. Yeah, this is worse than Ang Lee's Eric Hulk. Ben. I don't think this movie has much going for it. Bam. That I mean, you can laugh at it. I guess that's something, right? It's overtime, Pappy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said something earlier when you were reading that what Brett had sent you, that some people consider this the worst movie of all time. I, I wasn't really there, but then I just Googled Catwoman budget, and it's oh, $100 million. Dollars, and something. This might literally be the worst movie of all time, actually. Like, and especially in terms of, like, wasted, from a studio perspective, like, wasted income potential. You know what I mean? Like, you fucking destroyed a character. And I would even say, too, for all the people who are, like, crying foul over pulling uh batgirl do you want batgirl to end up like catwoman where it's just like a fucking dead property at least if they don't put out whatever this is and i can't even imagine that batgirl is that much worse than this Catwoman right. movie that we just there's watched there's no way it's this bad or or would be you know given like if they actually like put in an effort to salvage whatever that was but like as a, i mean this like must have destroyed like literally the, the ip value of this character this one movie let alone however much it lost like in the box office i mean Literally nothing to glean onto other than the unintentional comedy. Like, it's not so bad it's good because it still feels somewhat grounded in its own universe, right? Like, I'm never watching this movie being like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen next. It still kind of, like, plays by these dumb rules that it gives itself, which I just, I don't know. I was never, like, entertained by any aspect of this movie other than <laughs> laughing at the basketball a couple times and when marble woman fell off the, the tower miss hard, marble miss marble hard 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 no one of the worst movies we've done for spoilers <laughs> i think honestly oh yeah i forgot to mention i gave it a no yeah <laughs> pk should be here he oh, give yeah. this. pk would defend this shit out of this <laughs> i could call him real quick i gotta give this a regrettable no i guess yeah. like there are some moments that are so bad they're good a couple um the basketball obviously mm -hmm. i think watching friends and seeing all of the ancient history of cat aliens <laughs> like that was just fun i give this movie and you guys a yes Hell for yeah. hanging out today that Hell was yeah. so fun mm -hmm. um before we go though i do have a quick tri trivia let's go josh who hates trivia I've okay bringing it in okay so what order did we go in last time maybe we can switch it up cool. we went from Pap. we went from furthest away from <laughs> goshen indiana to closest so we'll go the opposite and yeah. this will this will work out better so the top of the pod i said that we're gonna go shaquille on your butt Ooh. shaquille went shaquille on a lot of people's butts over his career mm -hmm. he's in the top 50 scoring point scores of all time in the NBA, but what number is he? Oh. So, I think Pappy, you're up first. I'm gonna say 11, uh, yes. 12. So, no, I'm gonna say, I said 11, I'm on 11. Yes. Yeah. 
Ultimately, you're saying that Shaquille O'Neal is the 11th highest point scorer there of all time. There are 10 basketball players in the history of NBA who have scored more points. Than I'm only saying that so that people understand the question completely. Mm-hmm. I feel like I kind yeah. of jacked that up. So, mm-hmm. um, Brett. Um, I'm going to go with number nine. Number, number nine. nine. Number nine. He's a Laker. Yep. Corey. <laughs> Your boy was like from Cricket Sports. Number eight. I was going, people in my head. Were you cheating? <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal played 1,207 games in his career, and he scored over 2,800 points. Thousand. 28,000 points. Oh, that's got to be high. That's really high. 28,596. Number one, Kareem. Two, LeBron. LeBron. Three, Carl Malone. Four, Kobe. Five, Michael Jordan. Six, Dirk. Seven, Wilt. Eight, Shaq. Oh, is that right on the money? <laughs> Holy right shit. On the money. This is what's going movie. through my head. Anyway, Kylo. Who's nine? Who's nine? Uh, Carmelo. <laughs> He's the worst one on that list. Is he still rising? Mello? <laughs> Carmelo rising. Superstar Carmelo Anthony? It is my pleasure to hand this off to you, Kylo. Maybe give a couple plugs. I'm so glad to be here with you guys. I'm sad that this is going to be ending at some point. <laughs> Brett's going to be leaving, but we're going to. Do something else after Brett's gone, Please. I think. A little oh, mini no, no, orgy. No. Oh, what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> a three-way dance, as you call it. Um, check out my podcast, Big Dumb Movie. Mm-hmm. A spoiler man's going to shout it out, probably. He does on some episodes, but others he doesn't. I don't know where that clip is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I could <laughs> add it to the thing Did if I knew where that? it was. Are you spoiler man? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we got to fly him out. Then we give him free publicity. Jeez, what else do you want, dude? We're talking about Catwoman. I just want to say that my favorite Catwoman performance is Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that movie. And I think everyone that listens to this should be encouraged to check out the Big Dumb Movie podcast on Batman Returns. Great episode. Yeah. That was a good one. That's about it. Take it away, Spoiler Man. Special thank you to our patrons. PK! What are you, a hero? A thief? Nick. You like your sushi, huh? The Meg. The unremarkable life of an unremarkable woman. David. Green, straight up. Matt Troll. Your incompetence is staggering. Stacy. Oh yeah. Ha. Black leather. Whip. <laughs> the wolf. Oh, oh, oh.
Sorry. Sorry's not nearly enough. Barky 420. I'm Patience Phillips. That's who's under there? Total Movie Recall. Violine. We stop using it and your face disintegrates. Davey Kerr. Now, I've had partners before, but turns out I take my job a little too seriously. Spencer. I'm sorry for every second I wasted working for an untalented, unethical egomaniac like you. Brother Brian. Guess what? It's overtime. <laughs> Druid King. My hero. <laughs> If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilers podcast. What can I do for you? White Russian. No ice. Hold the vodka. Hold the Kahlua. That was spoilers.